Hey, it's Bartender Journey, episode number 40. Vano's back this week. We did a couple of interview shows recently uh, without Vano, but uh, he's back. And uh, I'm having some work done, so there's a lot of noise in the studio here. So uh, we tried recording outside at my outdoor bar there. And uh, we mixed up a few drinks and had some uh, had a nice long talk, nice long chat about bartending. And uh, so that'll be the show this week. And uh, actually, we talked for a long time, so I might go into two or three shows even. But uh, yeah, coming up, here's the outdoor bar. And it uh, sounds a little different than usual. It's outside. It's fall. It's a little windy. And even out there, you can hear some of the sounds of the saws and the uh, work going on at my place here. Anyway, take a listen. Here it comes. All right, it's Bartender Journey. We're at the very exclusive Vince's Outdoor Bar, also known as the Pool Bar. And uh, it's me and Vano. Vano, nice to have you back, sir. What's up, brother, man? Nice to be back, man. Nice to be back. It's uh, it's nice out here, huh? Oh, beautiful. Marvelous out here, my friend. Marvelous. I, yeah, this is my favorite place to be. And I got some bottles behind the bar. Maybe we'll make some drinks later. Dig it, man. Dig it. <laughs> we're, we're outside because uh, having some work done in my house, and it's noisy in there. The studio is going to be too noisy today, so uh, we're out. So we'll, We'll take the show on the road, or to the outdoor bar, anyway. The nearest Adapt bar. or overcome, right? <laughs> there you go. All right. What's up, dude, man? Long ah, time no speak, man. Everything's or good. Or no see, rather. Everything's good. The uh, Yeah, things are going good at this bar. I'm having a good time there. I got some stories. <laughs> uh, well, I, I got stories, you know, for days. You, yeah. you go first, I go first, whatever you want to do, brother, man. You, you go ahead. Well, you know, first I would like to, uh, what I want to do, man, is uh, we're in November. Or next week's going to be November. And what I want to do is I want to call out all bartenders to come on the podcast for interviews, man. I want to close out 2013 strong for Bartender Journey. So please reach out to either myself or Vince. You know, you have our contact information. We'll provide it at the end of the show. I just want to really, I want to hear from you guys. You can explain, share, whatever you want about bartending, how the podcast has helped you, or any suggestions, whatever. Bartending talk, I, I don't care. And what I'm finding frustrating is that I meet a lot of cool people on Twitter or people that I, I see out when I go to bars and they're ready to do a show and then last minute they back out because they feel they have nothing to contribute. Mm-hmm. And we're very friendly, man. You can come on. You don't have to give us your name. You don't have to give a Twitter handle. You could Whatever. You can make up a name. Just It's all good, man. You know, If you have something to say, I don't care if you're bartending in a bowling alley, a VFW, a wedding hall, a nightclub. Come on, man. So I want to I really have – I want to close 2013 strong with a lot of bartenders, man. All so right, I want cool. to start off with that. My pitch to bartenders. <laughs> cool. <laughs> All right. Well, I hope uh, hope you're hearing us okay. This is a to- totally different uh, recording method today. So, uh, but uh, hey, you never know what to expect from Bartender Journey, right? You yeah, never know what's gonna happen. That's it, man. <laughs> that's it, man. <laughs> well, uh, oh, I got to tell you the story. I was I was working um, in Manhattan at this big event and uh, in a different capacity. And uh, not as a bartender, but I'm watching the bartenders set up, right? And it's this fancy-ass party. Like, I would say they easily spent a quarter million dollars easy on this wow, party. Wow, man. For, you know, for a four-hour event. And, and they had live entertainment. They had, you know, it was, it was nuts. It was for Fashion Week, actually. And um, so uh, I'm seeing these bartenders are setting up, and they got some, you know, nice, great brands. They have top-shelf stuff. And... Um, they're setting up, setting up, setting up. Finally, uh, finally, you know, there's a line out the door uh, waiting to get in before it even started. And uh, first person walks over to the bar, and I'm watching the bartender, right? And first person opens, um, 
as for a beer. So he pulls out the beer and uh, tries to unscrew it. It's, a, it's not a screw off, you need an opener. And he's looking around, <laughs> he's like, he's looking around, you know, he's like, uh, uh, hang on. And <laughs> he's looking around, he has no, he has no, uh, he shows up to the event without a bottle opener. God damn. So you know what he does? He takes the Hawthorne strainer. And he, <laughs> He's trying to open a beer bottle with the Hawthorne straight. Like, oh my God! Finally, finally, another bartender sees what's going on here and brings him a bottle opener. But it was like, it was pathetic, dude. He should have been like suspended for six months for bartending with that shit, dude. The Hawthorne strainer. I would have been like, yo, if you could do that here. This is twenty dollar tip. God damn, dude. Yeah, it was weird, man. And they were, um, it was open bar, and they were slammed. They were slammed, wow. and they were making lots and lots of drinks. And, That's uh, fucking funny, man. And Hawthorne. <laughs> How do you show up to an event? With, I mean, but we always talk, but people but do. I was thinking about exactly what you, you always say. Like, if you show up without a shaker, what kind of, you know, <laughs> asshole are you? But, you know, I mean, a lot of places will have that for you. If you walk into, you know, I don't I don't bring my shakers anymore to work because they have, they have them there. But, uh, you know, I always have my bartending bag with me, you know. And I mean, you gotta you got to be ready for anything. I, I just don't expect it. I guess the moral of the story is don't expect everything's going to be there. Bring... Like at the Be minimal, prepared. at the minimum, you should have a um, wine key, a, a can opener, a pen, lighter, you know, matches. Always, you know. Yeah, and have um, your bring your shaker too. Wow. What the hell? Better to have too much stuff than not enough, right? That's it, man. But I, I was thinking, dude. You know, when we started the podcast, I was I was burnt out from bartending, man. Working two jobs for so long, and it, it kind of took a toll on me, man. And what I realized, dude, is that. What I, what I, subconsciously, I guess, I didn't realize it at the time, but the more time I had time off to, like, just regroup and refocus, that I was losing passion. I was just going through the motions, and I needed I needed a break to, to recharge, man, to refocus. Mm-hmm. And now, like, my motto is, like I told you, you know, because we talk all the time, is that live to bartend, not bartend to live. Mm-hmm. And that's that's my new mantra, man, and... And, uh, you know, I mean, I have so much to talk about, man. I know you have a lot to talk about, but doing the podcast, man, was like training for like a fight <laughs> because of all the pa- all the shit we talked about, everything, man, without even realizing, man, I was just building and building my game. And it just, it, it, I realized it when I worked live and it was just like, I see things in slow motion when the guests come mm-hmm. from, from a bank with bartenders perspective and kind of what you talked about. I think it was like show number three or four. We did about setting up and breaking down just, just the pregame that I do with setting up before I go on, man, like having all my backups, finding out to minimize movement, to right. keep everything where I don't have to move. Yeah. And just, if I do have to move, how to shave off the seconds, it's just, it's huge. Like I, I, it's like a battle plan. Okay, my cranberry juice, milks, all back here. My ice, glasses. If I run, where's the kegs? Am I close to the kegs? You know, whatever the whatever I have to do, I just, it's all laid out. So when I'm, I work live with the guests, I'm ready to rock. Yeah, I minimize movement. Yeah, I talked about um, keeping everything within reach, so you only you pivot on one foot. Yeah, if you can if you that's can what, exactly right. Yeah. yeah, if you can have everything you need and not even to you know one step away, you're good. And you that's know? what I thought about when yeah. when I when I went on. I thought what you said because I remember we joked <laughs> around like the the, the P towns and windmill. Yeah, <laughs> with yeah. everything's one movement. Yeah, I just I I focus on that, and people look at you like you're like a like you kind of uh, you're, you're crazy, <laughs> but like they realize it when you work live, man, and. 
working the cocktail hour. And this is more of a, just, you know, in the world of banquet bartending, but just, it's, it's my world. And the cocktail hour for me is like the first impression for the bartender with mm. the people. And you know, because I've yeah. seen you work, you've seen me work, and people know who's game. You know, they will flock to you. And it's yeah. kind of like what we talked about. Like, um, I out, you bring your alpha game when you bartend. Right. Like, when I walk when I walk to the, when I start a new gig, I don't walk in like, you know, I'm the best bartender. I'm very, I walk in, I'm cool. I'm a team player. Mm -hmm. I'll get the ice. I volunteer to do anything. But when I work, mm -hmm. my actions are alpha. <laughs> alpha? Yeah. My, yeah. my experience is alpha because it's just, I, I enjoy doing it. And guests know. And it, we would make like, and I've seen it with you. I'll make like six drinks, and other bartenders are still on their second drink right. because of <laughs> of the preparing that I do right. and everything else. It just it just fucking flows. Yeah, the man. preparing is so important. You know, how fast you move your hands and all. I mean, how you know how much time you're really gonna save. You know, you're fa yeah, you're fast, but like having the shit where you need it is number one. You know, that's that's what makes a fast bartender. Yeah. And uh, unfortunately, sometimes you go, you know, if you're working in a bar like I'm working. Uh, it's you know a lot of different people work there and people things actually do need to stay in the same place a lot of times because you know the next person comes in uh or you know if i'm relieving the daytime bartender i can't just move everything around you know so it's like unfortunately it's a little different you know working yeah. at a bar like that where you're sharing your space with other people uh time-wise you know what i mean in shifts it's uh you can't always have things exactly the way you want them unfortunately you know so it's like you got to walk this line and make suggestions and try to get try to make some change or you know put things where you want them and then put them back after i guess but it's uh but yeah setting up is is key i thought about what you said when you went to vegas too about the guy where you're working in your pod pod yeah so pod, yeah <laughs> and I, I really think you need to like the best of bartender brilliant by the way I what? love what you did with that and I oh think doing oh the best doing of, the best of shows. yeah I think yeah. there's more shit that we need to right that we Revisit. could just whatever you call it the isolate hookup where you just take it out and just put it out because what you talked about with the um when I like setting up and the pod yeah you're working out of your pod that that helped me mm. hugely because mm. I moved like a machine right and it was just like it was art yeah. And, I, and I know it sounds very cocky the way I just said that, but yeah. it really was. And then when, when bartenders ask me where I bartend, and I say bartender journey, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> you know, uh, it's just it's just amazing with that. So setting up is huge, my friend. And uh, this wind is wicked, my friend. I know. But it's all good. It, this is what it's all about, man. This is working when the keg's kicked and you got all you got left is fucking gin. You got to improvise. So uh, just and then I just want to fast forward, sir. So after the cocktail hour, we're, we're still in like the banquet bartending world. You go to the dining room, and you know, the dining room is where the main event is uh, being held. And to me, that's where people fill you out. And I'm seeing this now working live because it's, it's like I'm a new bartender. I'm like Rocky in Rocky Three when, when Apollo teaches Rocky footwork, man. <laughs> you know what I mean, dude? I'm just like a totally different bartender, and I'm seeing it now when, you know, the the guests, you know, the dining room is where guests get to know you because the, the cocktail hour is like the mad rush. Mm -hmm. And now the dining room is where the, the guests get to know you, and they, you know, that's where you can charm them, you know? And they, you know, they, I'm, like, I'm like a dry, I realized I'm like a drive-thru. <laughs> where they come to you and they say like you know what do you recommend i want something sweet i want something not too sweet and i make suggestions yeah. and what's crazy now dude is i'm like i suggested a creamsicle 
in a mar- oh, yeah. and I made it in a martini glass. Oh, cool! And it was like it was like hotcakes. And a creamsicle yeah. is orange juice, triple self, tri- triple sec vodka cream, or milk. And I put it in a martini glass, and it was it was like like hotcakes. And I, then I did that with a toasted almond. Mm-hmm. And all the and it was weird. And then you know when it's good when people start copying it. So mm-hmm. it's funny where you know it's like I'm like I said it's slower motion now. I see everything in slow motion. And it's just like you know you're good is when bartenders like start asking you like where you learned to bartend. Uh-huh. And I never said like when I first started I I I uh, undersell I only oversell my my enthusiasm. Uh-huh. So when I came in there I just said yeah I work here I work there and that's it. But when they see how you vibe with the customers, yeah. they fucking start asking you questions like you know where did you learn to bartend blah 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 and you, you downplay. It. But I'm not trying to show anyone up. I'm just right. passionate at what I do. Yeah, yeah. And th- this podcast is just created <laughs> a fucking monster. And even with you, man, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, you come yeah, in. Um, sorry to interrupt, but that something you just said reminds me of a, um, one of my best friends. He has a great expression and says. Uh, under promise and over deliver. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's a great expression. No, that's uh, I agree with that, man. But uh, what what's, yeah. what what do you do? So uh, I heard you were telling me a few <laughs> things that I wanted you to save for the show, but do tell, man. Uh, well, every other week at the bar I'm working at Saturday nights, they have this one DJ brings a lot of a lot of people, you know, uh, mature people. You know, we're not talking about twenty three year olds here, but you know, oh, th- you know, th- that's uh, that's that's the vibe of the place, you know. People like to dance, and uh, and it's a lot of women like cougars. I didn't want to say it, but <laughs> <laughs> I like that. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, but it's it's like it's like seventy percent women on these every oh, other Saturday sugar, night. Sugar mamas. And, <laughs> so now they're telling me uh, the, they're telling me I'm wearing too many clothes. First of all, so I was wearing just like a, a t-shirt and then a oh, shirt on shit. top of that. So first that I. So they had me take that off, and uh, yeah, things got a little crazy, but it was fun. It was fun. Wow. And uh, but uh, I was thinking about your um, touch and laugh that you uh, oh. suggest for the for the female bartenders, yeah. but uh, <laughs> I might have to take that up myself uh, in my in my place here because uh, it's uh, it's that kind of vibe. <laughs> so like, well, so they you took off your shirt, and what was the reaction? When they were like, did you get money from it? <laughs> yeah, they were shoving five dollar bills down my shirt. God damn, bro. <laughs> And this was just off the fly, like you just kind of yeah, went with the just, flow. Yeah, I just kind of went with it. You know. That's hey, fucking I'm cool, there man. to make money, right? <laughs> wow, man. What was the owners? Were they cool with it, or <laughs> they were laughing? <laughs> Shit, no, that's great, man. And then the next, so then the next time I saw the owner, he's like, uh, he's like uh, pretending to take some scissors and cut my shirt open. <laughs> yeah, that's great, man. They probably didn't believe you were gonna do it, right? They just no, joking around, and then know, you're just like, yeah. oh, I'll show you, really. Yeah. 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 <laughs> no, that's great, man. That's dude, so much shit we covered, man. You know, since we started, man, like touching. I forgot about touching last. Yeah, dude. see. Holy shit, man. <laughs> but that's great, man. Well, it'll, it'll it'll apply for me too, I guess. Yeah, that's you know? great, man. And uh, so now this Saturday we're having a Halloween party with the same DJ, so it's gonna be pretty wild. What are you gonna be? I'm gonna be a pirate. No, that's flair what you did with the, uh, sh- that's funny shit. That's like physical comedy, man. And people see that, they're like, what? They remember that, and then they want to come back, and then they're telling me, oh, you got to wear, you know, you got to wear such and such next time or whatever. So they'll come back and, you know, see what I'm wearing the next time, I guess. I don't know. But, but it's funny. I never worked at a place where you got to pick out your own clothes, you know? Like, there's no uniform. So yeah. it's just like, you got to think of something new to wear all the time and something, I don't know. 
It's uh, that's funny, man. I that's... never worked in a place to where you just wear whatever. <laughs> you know that. You know what you just said. I think about like you know how everybody brings their own dog to the fight, and like for me, like enthusiasm and uh, personality is what got me to the dance, man. Uh-huh. And I'm sure it got you to the dance as well, because uh-huh. you can't you can't buy that, man. You, right. you you got it or you don't. I mean, you can work on it, but. For some people, they're blessed with it. You know what I mean? It's would you agree? I mean, it's a oh, yeah. it's a lost art. Yeah, definitely. Well, yeah, we say it all the time. Your personality is uh, three quarters of the game here yep. in the bartending world. You know. Yep, and in all aspects of my life, and especially with with bartending, and you you take the power of a smile with with personality and enthusiasm. I mean, a smile is priceless. It yeah. costs nothing, but right. it's priceless. And then you you incorporate that. It's 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 like dynamite, man. Yeah, what we do, yeah. you know what I mean? Yep. So I was in uh, I was in the city the other day. I was in Manhattan the other day for a trade show for uh, my my other work that I do. And uh, boy, I tell you, going to trade shows compared to going to like the nightclub and bar show and the Manhattan Cocktail Classic and Tales of the Cocktail, a regular trade show is boring. Oh, sure. <laughs> There's nobody's handing you drinks. Nobody's, <laughs> you know, those that nightclub and bar show. You can't go ten feet without somebody handing you a free drink, you know. And uh, but uh, so I was gonna meet uh, a buddy of mine after the trade show, but I had a couple hours to kill, and um, I went to this one bar just to kill time and have something to eat. And uh, there's a sign outside like um, specialty martinis or something, six bucks. I think it adds a little flavor to it. It's just a fucking record, man. Okay. Well, I guess next time I'll let it roll through it. So that, so I walk by and there's a chalkboard outside, specialty martinis, $6, which is a bargain and a half in Manhattan. You know, if you get a drink for $6, you can't, you can't hardly get a soda for $6 in Manhattan, you know? And um, so I say, all right, let me try this place. So I walk in. Everybody working there is a young, blonde girl. I, I was like... And so I walk in. There's three three girls at the hostess station. They don't even look up when I when I walk in the bar. <laughs> I swear to God, they didn't even look up. So I walk over to the bar. I was like, uh, "Martinis, six bucks, huh?" She, uh, I said, "Specialty martinis. Can I have just like a plain gin martini for six bucks?" And she's like, "No, I got mango. I got." Uh, <laughs> I was like, "Oh no, and you know what? I'll just have." Um, I forget what I ordered in the end. Probably bourbon on the rocks or something. But. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> there was, there was no, uh, you couldn't get a six dollar regular plain martini, you know. But she had, it didn't have a lot of personality. But I, I started um, kidding with her. I was like, I'm not kidding. Sorry, there's, like I said, there's work going on at the house here, so that's what that noise is. But uh, there was no flexibility there with trying to get me what I wanted, you know. So um, then uh, I started kidding with her, but not really. I was like, do you have to be a young blonde girl to get a job here? She's like, uh, she's not blonde, really. I was like, I'd say that's dirty blonde, you know. And then she, she goes, she, she goes, Brittany, or whatever the fuck her name was. Miley. <laughs> Is, would you say you're a brunette or blonde? She goes, um, dirty blonde. And so so they, she finally loosened up a little bit, but um, really didn't have a lot of personality, you know. And uh, that's, a, that's, that's crazy, man. I'm just thinking and, of like the, the attitude, like how that kills the vibe. Yeah, totally, you know, totally. And uh, so then 
I was I had plans to meet my buddy downtown at a place called the White Horse Tavern. Now, if you never heard of this place, that's Belush used to talk about that, right? It's been there since 1880. Yeah, I remember dude. reading that. It's been there since 1880. Yeah. And uh, like Jack Kerouac used to hang out yeah, there, yeah. and all these a lot of poets and um, one yeah. one dude, actually uh, one famous poet who I'm forgetting his Who's name killed? right now. He well he he drank there all night and then he went back to the Chelsea Hotel and died. Yeah, I heard about it. <laughs> so, but dude, totally different vibe. It was fucking great. I love that bar. I, I walk in. And first of all. Nothing against young blonde. I mean, I love. Maybe I ought to take that out. My wife yeah, listens to the show. Yeah. But um, <laughs> yeah. you're digging yourself deep. Okay, let's see. Let me go back. No, it's Rewind. cool. It's just, uh, <laughs> um, just the attitude of you know, like, you, dude. Just first of all, you said like you walk in and like you know, it's like, like you're annoying her, asking her for, yeah. for a fucking drink, and it's yeah. like, are you know, you humor me, talk to me. That's yeah. all I'm asking. I'm like, I don't want to go home with you. I would, <laughs> yeah. but I'm just saying, like, you know, just talk to me like I'm a fucking human being. I know. Now, I'm bothering you because I asked you about the martini. Now we don't have that. <laughs> especially, you know, somebody comes in to get something to eat and they're by themselves. Like, you know, that's a that's an especially time you want to you want to engage in conversation. You know, how you doing? What you have been up to? Whatever. You know, what what have you been doing today? Or you know, whatever it is. Like, you, I'm there by myself having something to eat, wait to kill in time. You know say something <laughs> do, you, do you think that personality like for me personality has kept me relevant yeah especially that i'm getting older now i'm in my mid-30s mm -hmm. and when i'm bartending now i'm, I'm bartending with, with dudes that are fucking 21 yeah and i'm holding my own right you know what i mean uh -huh. and uh i i think also the personality gives me a great advantage with working a crowd because you got to be at different levels mm -hmm. and that's that's when bartenders know a good bartender mm -hmm. when you work in a crowd Mm -hmm. I think you know. To me, it's the technique. But when you're working a crowd, and you're vibing, it just it, it to me it it's, it it is a huge advantage. That it's my secret weapon. Mm -hmm. You know, like if I had a, what I have over all the bartenders is the personality and attitude. Because right. it, it's gotten me job even in, in other areas of my life. Uh huh. I've yeah. gotten jobs right. where I wasn't even qualified. I was qualified, but beat other people because of of yeah. a pleasing. It's like that CD you you gave me. Uh, with the, Dale uh, Carnegie. Dale Carnegie, yeah. It's, you know, uh, a pleasing personality, motivating. How to win friends and influence people. Yeah, it's, it's huge, man. Great. And what you just described with that young girl, I mean, I yeah, see but, it all the time, dude. But uh, it was such a contrast going from that from that bar with all the young girls who didn't talk to, this, to the White Horse Tavern. Shit. All uh, mature gentlemen behind the bar having a great time. They're, uh, everybody's talking to each other, you know, at the bar. The customers are talking to people. The bartender knows half the people there by name. And uh, they're like, uh, hey, you know, uh, you, I haven't seen you around before. You want a shot? You know, the guy yeah, poured, poured he, us free shots, you know, just because, like, he didn't recognize us. <laughs> and if he did recognize us, he probably would have poured us two shots. And uh, You want from, the, you want from like, a, a, a cheap experience, I yeah. hate to say it, to, like, yeah. literally the Disney experience. It was, but it's Legendary, it, man. But even beyond that, like... I know it just the Disney experience talks about everything being perfect and um, this was magical, man. But the, the, th the other thing about the Disney experience is that it's kind of like it's not exactly real, you know. It's kind of like this manufactured. It's not genuine, you know. Yeah. The White Horse Tavern, that's the real shit, man. That bar's been there since 1880. Yeah. <laughs> I love though. I love old bars like that, and the bartenders are great. The night the night shift bartender walks in and uh he doesn't even go behind the bar he's like hey jim pour me a guinness <laughs> he didn't even start work yet and he's having a guinness it's that kind of bar and the, you know everybody was talking to each other in the in the bar and uh again i get there my buddy's late 
<laughs> this is <laughs> yeah. again so i'm so when i first get there i'm by myself and the, you know the, the people next to me are like hey how you doing what you up to you know and it was great nice. great great bar and it's actually right across the street from uh, employees only or a couple blocks away since we're on the bar experience right and uh, i was thinking about this i'm thinking about it last night about you know pulling the curtain back when everybody comes to the bar you know they come with a, with a clean slate Mm. Right, and mm. as, and as they drink, they loosen mm. up. Right, <laughs> curtain starts to fall. You, you know, it's, <laughs> and then they just they, they drop their sword and shield, and at that moment, this is what, like I had a, a cathartic moment last night. I realized at that moment when they loosen up as a bartender and they're they're a guest, it's that opportunity where you bond and you have that moment with that guest because that ultimately that the goal is for me as a as a bartender especially. I don't care if you work in a bar, banquet hall, nightclub. It's it's to it's to connect mm -hmm. with as many guests as possible because yeah, that's, that's what increases point. money, right. and that's what increases the 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 retention of them coming retention, back. Retention, exactly. You know what yeah, I mean? And I right. just realized that, like we talk about, you know, inner game. And if they, if there is anything that if I had a sentence to to summarize inner game, I think it's it's that moment to connect that with that with that customer as there that that's the power of alcohol. You know what I mean? Where people loosen up and they speak real, yeah. And they just and they just drop their their armor. They drop their sword and shield, and they're it's like, I don't know you, you don't know me, but we're gonna talk. How are yeah. you? It's cool. Yeah. And then it's like there's like a, it's like I don't know. I just realized that how important that is. And now that I know that, and I just I have such an advantage, man. Is that your phone? Yes, this is my <laughs> phone, folks. <laughs> my ringtone. <laughs> what is that? It's just, is this is this <laughs> I don't know, man. I just got this thing. Let me. Sorry about that, sir. But I. Uh, I mean. Uh, yeah, that's the cool thing about bars, and that's why bars have been around forever, and they will continue to be around forever. You know, because it's it's, it's a magical place where you can go and uh, relate to people and, and meet people, and uh, it's it's a great thing. All right, that was fun hanging out at the outdoor bar with my buddy Vano. And you can hear more of that next week, more of that talk that we had out there. And uh, so remember, you can always get in touch with me, vince.bartender at gmail.com. Uh, on Twitter, Barkeep Tips. And Vano, you know, is bartender2222 at gmail.com. And Vance Vano on Twitter. Don't forget our website is bartenderjourney.weebly.com. And you can find our tip cup there to help keep our show going we could use your support to keep the show going it costs some money to, to put the show on and uh you know any like any bartender we gratefully and humbly accept your tips and all right well thank you so much for listening and we'll talk to you next time cheers